Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the Spa Sisters podcast with myself, Carly, and my co-host, Julie. We have an exciting topic for you today, and all thanks to Julie, we have a wonderful guest who she has invited onto our show to talk about her experience in the industry, where she's come from, where she wants to go, uh, which really has inspired us. Uh, We love listening to therapist stories. We love listening to concerns, to challenges, to growth. Um, So take it away, Julie, and introduce your wonderful guest for us. Thank you so much, Carly. Great to be back here again. And I'm so happy to see uh, Fikemi, Fikemi Adam. Adeyemi, is that right, Fikemi? How I got it good at this time? Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. We met not so long ago, but you really inspired me as well. And um, I was uh, very much taken by your story. And I wanted to have you on the show so that you could share that with our viewers. So I met Fikemi recently in Lithuania, where she's took up a post at a beautiful spa. And um, she's also you know, taking the opportunity there to do some also some very exciting studying. So she'll tell you all about that later. So Fikemi, let's get started. Um, can you just give us a quick highlight over your journey so far um, to come from your home country to Lithuania? Where have you been traveling and you're studying and all that kind of stuff? Okay, so um, my journey started about 14 years ago, back home in Nigeria. Um, and then I realized that um, it was more therapy. This therapy was beyond just doing massages and touching the clients. It was beyond that. But you tend to understand the system and then your hands do wonderful things, you know, and the way you can touch and affect a person's life positively. So I decided to do more studying, uh, which I did at the International Academy of Health and Skin Care in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Um, it was, I did a health and skincare therapy, and then I got my international qualifications in iTech, in Cidesco, and also SASP, which makes me a member of the South African Association of Health and Skincare Professionals. Um, then I went back to Nigeria. Um, I did some work there, lecturing, um, medical aesthetics from there, managing a spa, and found myself in the Middle East. Um, and because I love to travel, I love adventure. Um, I stayed in the Middle East for about two years, seven months. And then now in Europe, Lithuania, where I work as a spa and beauty therapist. Wonderful. That sounds to me like a a whirlwind (laughs) of what you've been doing. And you said that's the last, how many years? In the last 14 years. Wow. Okay. So can you just tell me a little bit about what attracted you to want this international career, apart from obviously your love of travel? (laughs) Okay, because I want something who, you know, it's really, really broad. Uh, What we do is very, very, very broad. It's not, it's not just, it doesn't just restrict you to one thing. And I like something that is broad that keeps evolving and you can keep learning every time and the system the body is so large that you learn so many things every time every moment you realize this you realize that you learn so it's very interesting for me and of course learning different cultures understanding the way um, different cultures and different countries tend to um, see therapy and how they go about therapies so it's really really amazing where you can learn you know 
so many things holistically, even the scientific aspect. So it's just really, really, really interesting to be able to put that and combine it with the body and with the medical aspect as well. So it's very, very interesting and yeah, very amazing. Super. So, you know, with these moves, what's it been like um, adapting to, uh, you know, every time adapting to the new, the new country that you're in? Because obviously <laughs> where you are now, I mean, the language is, is, is quite challenging, isn't it? <laughs> I remember that you know, we were trying yes. to learn, learn some words together. And uh, so do you make an effort when you go to a country to learn the language in some respects? Yes, I do. And um, I make an effort to also understand their culture, you know, and their mm. beliefs and respect it as well, because that's the way they live and that's the way they are. That's the way um, their country is. So for me, I keep an open mind and mm. I'm ready to learn and I'm ready to understand, you know, the way things are done in a particular country when I go there. So when I was in the Middle East, I had to understand the way the culture is, the way, you know, especially during the Ramadan time, it's just different, you know. Mm. So it's very, very different mm. from the way it is all over the world, but it's the way their culture is, which was interesting to experience. Um, and then moving here with the weather as well there, and then moving here, it's different as well. The weather, the language, you know, and learning the language as well. There's so many things to put in consideration when you're talking to somebody. So it's really interesting and yeah, and ta and uh, challenging. <laughs> so and I like challenges. Like challenge though, Kemi. You like a challenge. <laughs> yes, I do love challenges. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, what's your, what's your tips and tricks, you know, for this kind of adaptation? You mentioned there about being keeping an open mind, but are there any other tips and tricks about how to sort of, you know, get, find new friends, you know, find your place? Yes, um, you'll always, once you keep an, you start with an open mind, you know, when you start with an open mind, you don't have any expectations. So you get to where you're going and you don't get disappointed by, oh, I expected this and I expected that so it's easier for you to adapt and being open to other cultures because when you get there you don't even only meet the citizens of the country you're going to you meet citizens from other countries so you keep an open and they might not even be the same um have the same religious beliefs with you they might not have the same um um ideas with you but then if you have an open mind you can always accept somebody else's and some other cultures and everything and you respect it. So I think that's the most important for me. And it has really helped because um, whatever it is, I just take it in the stride it comes. And then I know there's always a way. Everything has a solution. That's another thing I always have in my mind. Every solution. It sounds super <laughs> practical. <laughs> Great. And so if you're looking, just imagine like, you know, you're looking for a new assignment. Um, what would have to be there to make you want to leave and, and try something new? What are you looking for when you when you start to sort of say, "Oh, now I need another challenge, or I need a new a new uh, a new country to discover"? What's the criteria? Uh, the, well, like I, said, I love challenges, so it would be something more challenging and different from what I've been doing, maybe as per practice or as per learning you know, the um, the new trends and what the way the industry is evolving. Mm. So yes, 
and and that will be and probably the economic um situation of the country so it's and the um how would i say maybe like the opportunities yeah that it that it projects you know for the future so yes so that would be probably what i would look at to me fantastic and I know you've got some exciting plans for the future because you told us today that you could get on because you had to study this morning. So tell us a little bit about this new vision you've got for your career, which sounds fascinating as well as also challenging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I decided to study general practice nursing <laughs> and um, it's going to take me another about three and a half years. <laughs> so uh, because I it's been something for me even from the inception of my um journey in uh therapy to delve into aesthetics so because i've always watched um dr 90210 from when i was younger my dad would be like what are you watching what is this and i enjoy it so much <laughs> i watch the surgeons do the and you know even botched when you watch the botched by nature botched by you know maybe by themselves they did the surgeries over and over I just like the fact that you can help people feel better than the way they have boost their self-esteem and all of that make them more confident and then you can also advise them on um possible challenges they might have or you let them know you know people some people don't understand you some people don't understand the way it works. They always want to do this and do that. But when you educate people, then they tend to learn and they tend to know better. So it's just really interesting for me. And then you understand the body more. So yes, so that's a challenging journey that I'm taking myself to, but not totally leaving my therapy behind. Therapy will always be a part of me and have a special place in my heart. And it's, <laughs> it's nice to be able to um, offer sort of both sides of of, of that you know yes. the holistic and aesthetic are coming together of late they're really fusing together you know there's a an understanding from a more clinical aesthetic point of view that if that's the guest that or client that wants that they go for that but there's a holistic support system behind it to help them and then vice versa if someone is, is going through a going down a holistic avenue um, to seek wellness health self-care you know they are inclined to go down that route but then they, they can be exposed to the aesthetic side of the industry as well as an option and it's just working the two together yes and that's always been my belief I believe that everything works together nothing is um an island everything works together and gives you the great result you can't totally exclude the medical aspect from the holistic so it's merged together just like the uh, presentation i had today in class was about actually letting you know that you work wholly it's you have the internal aspect and the external factors that contribute to everything concerning your health even the environment as simple as that contributes to even your skin, you know, the way your skin looks, the way you age, everything. So it's, they all work together and they're intertwined. And that's very, very interesting. So, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> An island. I'm going to stay with me. Yeah. Gonna be, can I use that one for Kenny? We're not an island. No, yes. Not so are you able to study actually in Vilnius then in, in English? 
yes, we're doing it in English Fantastic. Um, at the moment. Yes, I eventually found the school. It was it was kind of challenging to find one, but uh, eventually I found. And yes, it's been quite intense, but also interesting. Great. Well, I'm super happy for you because uh, I can see you. I know you and I know that your hands are magic and I can just see you in this new role being incredible. And so does your this vision as well and your journey actually include any management thoughts as well? Um, maybe. We'll see as it goes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. We'll see as it goes. I was going to do, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. If I have the time, I can do maybe like... Um, a management course and um, in spa management, maybe see school or something eventually. But for now, um, on this right. part, so yeah, maybe that's really interesting, this. isn't it? How we, you know, I as you're speaking, I, I automatically think you're a very successful person. You know, you've strived for more. You want to learn more. You want to grow all the time. And it's funny how we see that management potentially as like the the measure of success but it's not necessarily doesn't have to be management that sort of categorizes you as a successful person because you just growing in your field and learning more and giving more is hugely successful yes it's it's not until you become a I mean, being in the industry for 14 years plus, you think, oh, why is she not a manager yet, you know, mm. or in the management position yet? But honestly, for me, it, maybe far back at some point, I would have thought, oh, I should be in this management position. But honestly, it's just, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy how I attend to guests. Because honestly, when you're in the management position, you can actually, you don't really have the one-on-one -on -one rapport with the guests as much as when you are actually doing the practical work and yeah. for me it's very fulfilling that yeah. when I can attend to a guest and the guest is happy even if it's one guest per day I'm yeah. fulfilled oh like God. yesterday yeah. I just had an episode and then I had to leave the guest in between like twice and I felt so bad Doge the guest was really she was okay she understood but I, I didn't feel happy because that happened so you know it's just in it's just interesting how this tends to affect you when it doesn't go so well. But when it goes so well, my day is just made like, oh, I'm happy that I could make this guest happy. The guest was happy with my um, service and it's fulfilling for me. But when you're in the management position, which is good, it's a good thing, you know, career-wise, it just doesn't give you that one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. you know, daily with the guests, whereby you share different experiences and different things and in a way we are kind of counselors I say that to people we're counselors in a way because you end up seeing you have I had uh guests from before that we've become really close friends you know we formed that sisterhood from being my guest and you know clients and they share really private things with you because they've come to trust you and you yeah. know so it's very interesting great fantastic I love that so what would be your five top tips to any therapists who are looking to either shift in their career like you you're doing or who want to go and work abroad? You know, have you got your five top top things that you would recommend you want to share as your 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 nuggets of advice? Hmm. First, take that step. <laughs> <laughs> 
take that step, you know, don't, don't overthink it, take it, you know, um, um, have an open mind, have an open mind, be ready to learn, be ready to learn and believe in yourself. Nothing comes easy. Nothing comes easy. You have to sacrifice in the sense that you have to sacrifice and go to those things, but always believe that something, everything has a solution. It took me a while to, to realize that, but I had to realize and see everything always has a solution because you tend to stress and like, oh, how like this, how this happened. But eventually it works out. It eventually really it works out and you're like, oh, wow, I was just, I was just worried for nothing. So it's first take that step. Secondly, have an open mind, um, believe in yourself. Um, everything has a solution and nobody's an island. Nothing is an island. You will always, always need the support everywhere you are. Just get all the support you can get and all the knowledge. And forgive me, I'm just interrupting here, Julie, because I'm so inspired by this chat. Um, obviously, every therapist and every therapist's journey is different. And I just get the sense that, you know, not every therapist has the same goal and desires and dreams. Um, but I feel like you, your life and the way that you take life with your own hands is kind of due to, you seem to have a really powerful sense of values which I think comes from I, I'm assuming it comes from something more fundamental than just the experiences that you've had in your life you know would you agree yes I yes I would it's everything is together plus including the experiences <laughs> yeah. even the experiences oh <laughs> And just to close, Fikemi, uh, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Best piece of advice? Patience is a virtue. Well, every therapist needs patience. <laughs> <laughs> patience. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. Wow. Wonderful. So, Carla, I don't know if you'd like to ask any more questions. Um, well, but, I... Uh, my big one was just getting that sense of you, your values are so strong and so you have so much integrity it really does come across yeah. um, and just a real inspiration for therapists out there who might be looking for another challenge and I might be scared to take the next step um, I think as therapists when we're in the room an awful lot of the time we're in silence and we're we are overthinking yes. and we let that internal dialogue consume our ability to progress so that's been so refreshing to hear from you thank you thank you yeah. so much thank you so thank much you for having me and please do send my love to the team i hope they're all doing yeah. well and um who knows maybe soon next year we can get together again but uh, you're always welcome back on the podcast Vikemi. thank you so much for having me it was Pleasure. lovely to meet you carly so nice to meet you Fikemi. thank you i hope to meet you in real life thank one day yeah <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Have a Bye -bye. good day.